With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the Chicken Nick Podcast is brought to you by Revolution Wraps. They produce large format graphics, quality installations for vehicle graphics, window and wall graphics, interior and exterior signage, and trade show displays. If you want to build your brand, you want advertising without even thinking about it, Go to revolutionwraps.com, and if you go to revolutionwraps.com slash chicken nick, you get 20% off your next project. I like Abilene Christian. Sweet mama, was that pretty. I need to hit the showers right now. (laughs) I golly. Full disclosure here, we are recording this Sunday afternoon because yeah. there's just too much to discuss. We're watching Baylor and Wisconsin right now. Who cares who wins? Because there's so much in the rearview mirror that we just need to record the pod, get it out there as soon as possible because we've got a lot of things. We've got the drop-off tournament. We've got the matchup set. The field is set. We're going to get to that. But... Um, <laughs> I mean, what do you want to talk about, Doug? Where do we start? You want to talk about Christian Bishop at the free throw line? Okay. You want to talk about Abilene Christian getting a upset game right? What do you want to talk about, brother? There's a lot of things I want to talk about. First of all, one of the things that I enjoy most about the NCAA tournament is that you and those who cover the sport and get paid to do it know more about basketball. You've forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever know. Right. You just you know it. You understand the game, the intricacies, matchups, things that I don't see. You're speaking a different language most of the time, usually for grammatical inconsistencies. But me like your back screen. Okay, All right. (laughs) But we ask you, you ask Jay Billis, we ask Seth Greenberg, we ask everybody for their picks. (laughs) Right. And then the first round isn't even over. And your picks are trash. Okay. And then what we do is we say, you know what? We know you messed up in those in the first round picks. And frankly, the second round and frankly, your sweet 16 is, is a sham. But why don't you come back and tell us who's going to win in these next yeah, matchups yeah, right, of right. teams that you said were going to be eliminated? Let's welcome back. You know, let's give you another shot here. Give me another shot. Yeah. I mean, listen. You're going to give me another shot in the Sweet 16 and another shot in the Elite Eight and another shot in the Final Four and another shot in the National Title Game, all right? So it's just that's what, it's what has to happen here. This has been crazy, right? I mean, this oh, has boy. felt like one of the more, one of the more madness-filled March Madnesses we've ever had in our lives right now. Doesn't it? Do you enjoy that? I mean, would you rather have Texas beat my Abilene Christian team? Would you rather have 
Illinois actually beat Loyola Chicago? No, I enjoy. I mean, I think a, a huge, a huge part of the allure of the tournament and what makes it so much fun is that. Like, it wouldn't be fun if we don't have North Texas and Oral Roberts and Loyola and Abilene Christian. Like, that's that's kind of what makes it fun to me. So. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm all in on it. Your boy right. stayed up, got his Abilene Christian game right. Yeah, you know, I felt like he, here's the thing. Like, I I feel really upset about the fact that I've seen. We talked about the teams that we've covered this year. Oh yeah, I saw North Texas. Mm-hmm. I saw Abilene Christian. Mm-hmm. I saw Winthrop. Mm-hmm. Again, apologies to everyone yeah. about Winthrop. Okay, I will. That was my old dominion. I thought Winthrop okay? was going to win too. So yeah. I'm with you, brother. I picked him to win. So they couldn't hit a shot in the second half. So a little disappointing. But I had North Texas. I saw Abilene Christian. Frankly, I have I saw Houston. I don't know if they're going to win today. And frankly, it'll look like an idiot with what I'm about to say if they lost. But I didn't pick them to go to the Final Four. I didn't pick North Texas to win. I didn't pick Abilene Christian. It's like, I know all these teams. Here's what makes them good, guys. Watch out for Abilene Christian. You're going to pick them? No. 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 You think we beat Texas? No way. No. Um, and you know, you and, and others like you, like, you're mm-hmm. like, look, we, I got to give my analysis. I got to give this, I've got to give that to help you fill out your bracket. Right. I've got, you know, we gotta, we gotta be able to put out these multiple podcasts. Hey, Hey, don't you dare you passive. Do not passive aggressive. You do not get passive aggressive with me. The two fifteen game, Ohio state, Oral Roberts, Ohio state's going to roll. They're too talented. I got Ohio state winners. <laughs> But here's okay. I mean, listen. I don't care, right? But here's what's funny about this. Here's what's funny about this. Who was it? Uh, might have been Stuart Mandel. Tweeted out something about like we need to rethink how that power conference teams can never be lower than a 12 seed. The idea that that Georgetown is better than Oral Roberts. It's like okay, Stuart Mandel, hold on. See, this is the only thing that is frustrating about the tournament for for people like me that watch the sport for four months. Everyone swoops in, watches one game, and they're like, how did you not see Oral Oh, the same Oral Roberts that almost lost to North Dakota State, had to have like a last-second shot to beat North Dakota State just to get in the tournament. The same team that, if I'm not mistaken, finished fourth in the Summit League is all of a sudden better than power conference teams? Stuart Mandel. I hate media on media crime, but I had a I had something in my drafts to annihilate him. <laughs> you should have. I mean, I was Stuart. Stuart, come on, listen. You're what, right. You know what I mean? You know what? You should have crushed him. God, it hurts me to say it because I like BYU, but I'm going to take Michigan State <laughs> in the upset coming out of that playing game to make a run. Well, I mean, I said the wrong team out of the playing game, Doc. Michigan State was up 14 on UCLA, and then they needed some huggies and some pampers because they started. He in they pads. Okay, I don't know if that's the analysis <laughs> that you would give on TNT. <laughs> they started peeing their pants. Nick, what happened to that game? Well, they needed huggies and pampers because they started peeing their pads. You look at Abilene Christian, they're really, really disruptive on defense, but I just think Texas <laughs> is going to be ready to handle the basketball. They're not going to cough it up. Uh, I got Texas winning this one. Ah, God! I can't believe you went through and listened to my pod like a jerk. You listened to it for all the wrong reasons. That's why I don't like you. 
You listen to it for all the wrong reasons. Yes. You jerk store. Yeah. That's all I do. What? I, I ignore right answers. That's right. Like, you have Oklahoma State. You said they beat Illinois, which is looking really good right now. Yeah, they don't have to as play As of this recording. <laughs> I'm not playing that one. No, yeah, so, you know, I mean, your boy still got his final four picks out there. You know what I'm saying, dog? Got six of my eight elite eight out there, dog. You know, I'm out there. I'm out, I'm out here trying to trying to win for the people but i've just i've gotten my whiff on a couple of times here it's not good abilene christian that game dude that game last night was the most chaotic filled is that how i mean because you saw is that how abilene christian plays every game they are up in you the whole time it's a now do they want it as filthy and dirty as that i mean when they're out talented absolutely right so, yeah, I mean, and you look to their next round game against UCLA. Who knows how they play? But that's what they do. And, again, I was so confident in it that I didn't pick them. But, <laughs> well, you assume. Um, th- see, that's the thing. It's like I assume full-court pressing mid to low majors. You assume just aren't going to have – like it's one thing for Abilene – How do you do it for 40 minutes? Yeah, like, and it's one thing to do it for Abilene Christian to do it against – you know, some Lamar, other, Lamar, you know, I mean, Lamar's guards, they wear huggies and pampers because they are peeing their pants. <laughs> okay. I covered that tournament <laughs> Southland conference. Not once did I see a stoppage in play and wiping up the floor because of <laughs> urine. So many urine stoppages when Abilene Christian was playing in conference play and another urine stoppage. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Abilene Christian basketball. <laughs> Could you imagine on those mid-major power conference matchups? All right, Jim Nance, Jim Nance here with Bill Raftery. Another urine stoppage here. I'll be back after this on TNT. Dang, what? What's happening? But so I just didn't think. Like you, you assume that those mid to low majors that press when they run into you know high major guards, power conference guards, that it's not going to phase them. And you know the other thing that's amazing it's it's we're all we're all jaded and biased in some way based on our own experiences when when I was a freshman at Kansas we played UAB in the sweet 16 and we had a week to get ready for their full court press UAB upset Kentucky that season we had a week to get ready for their full court press and so we were throwing six seven guys out on the floor in scout team to press Aaron Miles and Keith Langford and all those guys we were so ready for their press we hung like a hundred on them and blew their blew them out because I kind of thought like Okay, if you're gonna press for 40 minutes and we got a week to prepare, and you're not a you're not a another high major, like I didn't think Abilene Christian could do it, but I also didn't think that Texas says guards would be wearing pampers and huggies because they were peeing their pants. <laughs> All right, I don't. Again, just to clarify, there was no pee on the court. Texas had 27 fewer shot attempts unbelievable like yeah how does that Abilene christian shoots 17 percent from three versus texas is 35 29 percent from the floor versus texas is 45 how do you win take 27 more shots <laughs> because of the turnovers Nuts. they were plus 12 it's unbelievable it's i talked crazy, to joe man. golding on sunday on espn radio he told this great story about how he was one time he was at a uh, casino with his uh, current assistant coach, associate head coach, and they were at a casino, and they only had, like, 300 bucks left. Okay. And 
Joe's like, you know what? Take this money, put it all on black, the roulette table. Just put it all on black. Oh, like and Joe is so nervous, he walked away, and he's just a nervous wreck about losing right. the rest of the 300 that they have. He turns around, sees that it hits black, and he's going nuts. He's like, oh, I went crazy. It was great. So I say to Brett, who's the associate head coach, he goes, I say, okay, give me the money. And he's expecting a doubling of the money, $600. Right. And Brett goes, sorry, here's 150 And he goes, what do you mean? He said, I just, I feared not winning, and so I put in 150 instead of 300 <laughs> So, So here's, here's the winnings. It's half of what we expected. I'm sorry. And so he goes, and he hadn't told anyone this yet. He goes, so we're in the huddle late in the game, and it's late. We're at one of the media timeouts, and I said to Brett, Brett, how many chips are you putting in the table? Wow. And Brett goes, all of them. And, they, and the team had known the story. And okay. they just hooted and hollered. Oh, and they wow. Just, That's like out was, of a Disney movie right there. Oh, yeah. And I asked Joe, and the reason he answered it that way is because I asked him, how do you get a team to believe in doing something that they've never done in program history, which yeah. is win a Division One at the tournament game? And he told that story. And you go, That's it. Those oh, wow. types that of cool? things. Yeah, that's the so little cool. guy, yeah. right? Those little guys have the the edge that they come in with is none of the pressure and none of the weight of expectation, but the moment of the possibility of accomplishment is looked at as if we win this game, man, would be great, but we have no pressure. Whereas Texas is, man, we have to win this game. And if we don't, right, this is gonna be tragic yes. for our program, and right. it could result in Shaka Smart not being the coach next year. I don't believe that's crazy. That's an, that's a really cool story right there. And yeah, and the, you know, and the other thing, the powerful thing that that all those those you know Oral Roberts or Abilene Christian or North Texas is they can play that the card of no one be, like the no one believes in you stuff is a pretty good rallying thing. Now, when Bo Pelini tries to play that card, he's at Nebraska, and they're like, that's like. Eh, how about all that, brother, from another mother? What do you mean? But when you're Abilene Christian or North Texas, you know, you can play that card. No one believes in you. No one thought you were good enough to play. Or Roberts could be like, hey, Max Aismas, no one thought you were good enough to play in the Big Ten. Nobody did, right? Like, you can play that card, and that kind of gets everybody riled up. And that's the, that's the beauty of the first round in particular. Is such an interesting case into the psychology of sports, right? Like, and because you can feel... The later, the more those 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 Cinderella teams hang around, you can just feel and sense Ohio State really getting nervous and tightening up. You can feel Texas last night nervous and tightening up. You can feel Purdue going, "Oh my God, no way this is happening." I mean, yeah. I, I, it's. It, I mean, we were there when we lost to Bucknell at Kansas my sophomore year. The longer, the the more they hung in there, the more our our sidelines got anxiety filled, and we were like, "Oh God, no way, no way, no way, no." Yeah. No. Whereas if the bat, if the the lesser team, the mid major, is down, you go, "Well, this is kind of expected. Right. Let's just keep fighting." You just keep, keep on. Fighting. Yeah, you just keep on. You keep on like, swinging. You keep on swinging. Like Joe Joe Golding said when they played Kentucky in the first round of the tournament two years ago, he said, we had no real expectation or even willingness to play Kentucky. We were excited to be there, but we went out there knowing what was going to happen. Right. 
and that's just the mindset. You go into this game, you've been there before, you were just there two years ago. It's like, okay, now it's time for our next step. And sure. It's it's just incredible. And it's the NCAA tournament is the worst way to find a tr- the best team, but it's the most entertaining in all of sports. See, and that, and as a, I'm so and glad as a you fan, you take it. Yes. As a fan, you take it. See, and that's what's so hard is the the entertainment aspect of it is a 10 out of 10. The, the method of crowning the best team is like a 1 out of 10. And yet we put all of our stock in how we judge a coach, a program, a team, a player in how they do in the NCAA tournament. And I love it and I hate it at the same time. You know, like it's just – it's. It's so it's so frustrating how that, that but that's just the that's the reality of the situation. It's Everyone the knows what it is. You know the yeah. randomness of the tournament, right? Like, what are people saying today about Greg McDermott if that yes. that ball from UCSB goes in doesn't rim out? Right, right. 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 He's he's an idiot. He can't coach. He stinks. What are you know if if uh, if Chris Jenkins doesn't hit the three in 2016 and they go to they go to OT or whatever and and lose. Maybe every maybe you know the butterfly flecked and they don't they don't win on they don't win in 2018 or whatever and all of a sudden Jay Wright's a Hall of Famer now and if one shot doesn't go in maybe everything's different same thing with Bill Self and Mario Chalmers in 2008 if Chalmers three doesn't go in at the end of the Memphis game it just is does everybody view Bill Self as the guy that can't get it done and it's just one shot and so that's the thing that that is kind of frustrating about it but that's also what again that's what makes it fun but what makes it stupid at the same time. You know? Yeah, or as you said uh, one time back in the day on the Chicken Nick show. What makes it hard is what makes it good, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly jeepers. So so there's a couple things here. One is um, the Photoshop that was sent in today was one of the more (laughs) glorious Photoshops that I've ever seen. It's already moving up the boards and the charts on the Chick Nick show Twitter account. Please follow the Schick Nick show. That's a, that's what it is on the Twitter account. Brandon Odom. <laughs> so first of all, John Allen tweets out the the front page of Trucker the Independent. Times. I think it's the Grand Island Independent. Oh, shouts out to the Islanders. Shouts out to Terry Douglas. Shouts out to Verz. Matt Verzall. That's right. Shouts out to Wes Wilkinson. Kurt Mann. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Coach Those... Odom. Yeah, look at you. Oh, I remember it. Remember it fondly. Wes Wilkins. Wow. That's Beat me in the state one. finals. How dare you.com. How dare you.com. Wes Wilkinson needs a log on to how dare you.com. I hate you forever. Boy, he did what you could never do. Play for Nebraska. <laughs> and, and win a state championship. That's right. Well, yeah, I didn't want to go there, but you're right. Yeah. One, one's a little too deep. One's just deep <laughs> enough, but not too deep. That's right. I didn't want to poke at you. Uh, those, um, two, those wounds are so scabbed over, they don't even feel anything anymore. Uh, yeah, you only tweeted about it two days ago. Ah! <laughs> you, you were tweeting about your state tournament losses like two days ago. I know, because I don't think people get, like, how, I mean, how much you boy. I mean, oh, the man. all-time, cur- the all-time, like, what could have been mm. at state, your boy mm. is the poster child of it. You know, mm. the mm. Uncle Rico and the Uncle Rico player of the century in Lincoln, Nebraska, goes to Nick Ball. The what could have been Uncle Rico? 
coach would have put me in fourth quarter, we'd have been state champions, no doubt. I come up in my letterman's jacket, you know. Should have won state, man. Should have. Should have done it three times, man. If I could go back, I'd take state right now, man. Thank you for this award and the Academy for nominating me. Now I'm going to go to the line and hit my 60th straight. Now I'm going to go make 58 more in a row, man. <laughs> go to the line for a halftime performance. You're like, oh, halftime every day, but Nick Ma, I got to shoot free throws for 20 straight minutes. Let's see what it looks like, folks. <laughs> Do you imagine that? For like, those who don't know, 58 straight, 58 you, hold, you still hold the yeah, state record. Still the state record holder, Doug. I'm telling you, and I'm willing, I mean, knock on wood, that it stays alive. I don't think anybody's going to break that record because, first of all, that's a hard, that's that's a lot of a lot of free throws, a lot of throws, as Dana would call it, knock down your throws, fellas. But I don't think people, if people start to get close, any more information is so accessible. Like someone's going to be like, "Hey, man, you're getting close. Hey, man, you're getting close." I had no idea I was at. I I broke Pat Hodges' record. He had 47 in a row, and I had no idea. And my dad had like a family meeting with like everyone was like, "We are not going to tell him he's getting close. No one say anything to him." Really? Yeah. So I remember when I, after it was a holiday tournament game, after I broke the record, like Riley Jane. Riley Jane Hamilton, Stu Possible, everyone was like meeting me in the locker room and they were all like, you know, talk. I was like, I, I had no, they're like, you just broke the record today. I was like, I, I really didn't know. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. So the writers didn't even talk to you about it? They no, didn't even ask God. you maybe, about it? Maybe my dad like was waiting in a dark alley. Lincoln's show was like, hey, Riley Jane, here's a tip. Keep your mouth shut when you talk to my son about the free throw record. Kipish, kipish. He takes his toothpick out, flicks it, rides off into the darkness. Hey, uh, hey, Stu. What's your name, Stu Popsicle? <laughs> I don't know if you know me. I'm the Fremont Flyer. And I'm going to fly you out of town if you ask my son about this state free thrower. Apparently my dad is, I'm picturing Razor, Ramon, Razor Ramon. That's that's my dad in the dark alley right now, talking to Stu and Rayleigh Jane. But yeah, Stand, standing up for you, the one, two, three kid. That's, yeah, that's yes. Okay, okay what were you, I, I derailed this no. thing with my own with my uncle, and that was your uncle Rico. Nick used to be able to play basketball. Segment of the day. Oh, now I'm trying to remember what I wanted. What to, were we gonna do? What was I going for at that point? Um, oh uh, no, the old Dominion, the the newspaper oh, yeah, yeah. deal, yeah. So the so, so the old dominions on the picture of the in the Grand Island Independent, the agriculture and business uh, side. Nice. The headline. Your soybean game, right? The Nebraska soybean board is that brought to nope. you by the Nebraska soybean board? Uh, no, it's just part of the community conversation, uh, agriculture business section. Got it. Sunday, March twenty first. So this was just this past weekend. It says the headline. Old Dominion Freight Line opens new service center in Grand Island. It's got the logo. It's got everything. So here's the deal. Here's what happens with this show. We are associated with so many different things right now. We're associated mm-hmm. with Huber Cars. We're associated with the Beanery, obviously, for great reasons. Go around here, right, with Paul White here. Okay. Beanery begin to dumb, boy. Okay, I don't think they want you talking like that. Okay, but- I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so, and we're also associated with Old Dominion because of your one upset that you predicted many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. You were so confident in it. 
He said, upsets of the day, I've got Old Dominion, and they got waxed in the first round, and that thing was that thing was over. Old Dominion? <laughs> you were wrong, and you we've been associated with Old Dominion ever since because we used the drop. Old yeah. Dominion? <laughs> so, so John Allen tweets out the page of the story. Uh, I think a couple other folks did as well. And then I tweeted out from the show's account, thought it would be Nick's picture on the left. Brandon Odom, I don't know if he's in relation to Dave. Brandon oh, Odom. I don't think he's in relation to Lamar. Oh, oh okay. Judging by the picture, I don't think. <laughs> he says, I mean, it could have been. And he has a Photoshop of you <laughs> with oh. the headset on going, oh, kind of look. It looks fantastic. Honestly, you are so excited about Old Dominion. Honestly, if you don't know, if you don't know, like if you if you just would have someone glance at this picture for four seconds, I don't think they would be able to right away. Te- like it looks professionally done, doesn't it? So good. It looks. Like, uh, it looks. I'm looking directly at Old Dominion too. Like it is just. It's. It is perfect. It's seriously <laughs> perfect. We're like Siri. Show me the best use of Photoshop ever. And it's, 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 so, so thank you for that, Brandon. That was really well done. Shout out to Brandon. Take the rest of the day off, my friend. That's right. Put your shoes up. Put your feet up, and uh, take the rest of the day off. Follow us on Twitter at Chick Nick Show. So I want to get into a couple things here. Ooh, okay. Why are you holding your bracket in your hand? I right like now? to look Why? at it every once in a while. Just make me feel warm and sad. All right. I'm holding Mava's bracket too. Do you have your kiddos fill out a bracket? That was this is the first year I've had Mava fill out a bracket. I've never had one no, in my life. I wish I did. They, I need to get them to care more. I think it's just so confusing. Well, she doesn't know what's going on. I just well, luckily I got her to stay locked in. I'm like, okay, do you like Baylor or Hartford? And we went through the whole thing. I you, saw that. That was like a that was like an eight minute Instagram. Like that was unbelievable. Like you. Your patience was unreal. Her patience was miraculous. I was going to say, her. it was all her. I mean, I was like, I could do this all day, little girl. This is fun. <laughs> Do you see who she had, she had winning it all? She had Winthrop. She had Winthrop over Creighton in the finals. She she, she was loyal to a point, but when it came right down to it, she was getting her Winthrop came right. She was a little heartbroken when she woke up on uh, on Saturday morning and I had to tell her that Winthrop was 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 no longer in the tournament. Did you let your mind go, though, a little bit more going, man, if they actually win it and we have Mava picking it, I'm going to be on GMA? Yes, I really did. I was like, this is uh, – I, I got I to reach out to someone. Good morning, America. Sports Center. I don't think Skip and Shannon would be all about putting me on first things first. Probably not. No, next question. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was fun, though. It was. I had a great time. Mava, Mava great. was her – I mean, her bracket was pure mayhem. It was good times. That's really good. Well, That's real really quick, good. how about Kim – Kim has Loyola. What? Loyola in the national championship game. What? Losing to Gonzaga. What? Kim and I go, so we're watching the game today. And I'm go, what I go, what made you pick Loyola? She goes, because I'm loyal. And loyal is in Loyola. Ah! <laughs> I go, I go, that's unreal. And she goes, she goes, how is she supposed to pick this tournament? Like, study the teams and the players? That's so smart. That's so smart. There was someone, like, after the first two days, it was like, I picked this based uh, – I did it for my dog and did what my dog would do based on mascots, and I'm in the 99 percentile. Like, that's what it is. It's fine. Because right now, it's – I mean, again, we're prisoner of the moments. We just watched Loyola dismantle Illinois. Loyola making it to the national championship game, does it seem crazy? 
No. No, it would have seemed crazy before tip-off. It's not crazy now. I know. So, I mean, Kim, getting her I'm Because I'm loyal. Because I'm loyal. I was like, I about spit out my quesadilla we got from Chipotle. Have you seen those commercials? I am a a sucker for commercials. All right. A couple of things there. That mug was thick. That was a Cameron Crutwig quesadilla. That thing was thick. First of all, you don't need quesadillas. Well, first of all, you don't smoke pay. <laughs> all right. That was a little oh, That was really uh, good. First of all, a Mexican restaurant or fast food, whatever it is, unveiling a quesadilla. Yeah, what's that? Here we are at Wendy's. You're not going to believe this. We've got a burger <laughs> with two pieces of bread. Like that's the, that. that's the first thing you do. Well, I've always found Chipotle to be incredibly obnoxious. If you don't, if you get a burrito, I mean, come on. What am I, a boa constrictor, and I gotta unhinge my jaw to be able to like? I mean, you really do need to work at the, it. The 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 girth of their burritos is obnoxious. Yeah, if you go, they say, do you want it in a bowl or do you want it in a burrito? When you go burrito, you immediately start rubbing your jaw. <laughs> I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the burrito. Oh boy, I've been doing jaw exercises for two weeks for this. I think I'm ready. By the way, what got- do you call this restaurant? Chipotle. It's. I mean, people like you just. I just don't have time for it. What is it? What is it? Ch- Chipotle. 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 Gosh. So Chipotle. And then lay like Lay's potato chips. Yeah, if you want to mix Chipotle. Yeah, it's T L E or the last two. What am I saying? Chipotle. You're saying Chipotle. Chipotle. It's not. That's not. That's not right. Chipotle. 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 That's what it is. It's like saying, you know, where else I'm going to go? Cuboda. <laughs> hey, but tell me, you you seen those quesadilla commercials? Uh, they look great. They oh, look great. they look great. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I needed a shower after I ate that quesadilla. Okay. <laughs> oh, Sweet mama, was that pretty? I need to hit the shower right now. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, that was how you were. After That's how I was. Them quesadillas was whoo, Cameron Crutwig quesadillas. <laughs> I need to hit the shower straight. <laughs> Golly! Oh. All right. It's okay, taken sorry. us long enough. Yeah, we're at 31 minutes. long enough to get to this. Okay. What do you want, brother? We got. All right, a quick timeout from our conversation that is certainly going to win many an award. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Revolution Raps. Uh, Nick, if you were looking to grow your brand, grow yeah. your signage, your image, so that People know who you are. Yeah. I, mean, I think people know who you are. Yeah. But you want them to know you for a good reason instead. Right. So what would you suggest? What do you think you could do? Well, I mean, I think people need to think about, I don't know, wraps around your vehicle. So when you're driving around town, people are constantly looking at it and, and seeing 
your advertisement for your business, maybe maybe on a window uh, on, on, on your place of business, wall graphics, maybe interior and exterior signage. Hey, you know what? Maybe you go to a trade show. You get some trade show displays going. Th- those, you know, I mean, th- that's a way to build your brand up a little bit with Revolution Wraps. What do you think of those ideas? Agreed. Uh, you go on to revolutionwraps.com and you can click on the testimonials and you can read what people have said about it. There's a senior VP at a bank in Fremont who said uh, the bank was looking for a clever way to introduce our new mobile banking product to our local market. We had more comments on this piece of advertising than all the others put together. I have no doubt we will be wrapping something again in the very near future like that. That is a that's a senior VP at a bank in Fremont. So, again, it's just a great way to go about growing your brand and getting your name out there. And again, vehicle wraps, trade shows, everything in between. They can do it, and you can get a discount if you use our, our promo code. Yeah, for 20% off on your next project, go to the website, just revolutionwraps.com backslash chick and nick, or mention this ad when you contact Revolution Wraps. And remember, they're locally owned. They do everything in-house from design to production to installation. They do it all, Shicky. Again, 20% off your next project if you follow Nick's instructions. RevolutionWraps.com. You can also give him a call, 866-402-9727. It's Revolution Wraps. Start something big. So the video comes out, and people couldn't tweet it at us fast oh, enough no. at the show as if I was going to miss out on this. Oh, no. So... Can you please give us, again, paint the picture of what it's like to call a game with John Bishop because you're calling this game in the basement, essentially, of the radio station, right? Correct. The listener lounge. Yes, sir. The listener lounge where they would welcome in music acts or speakers or, you know, we. I remember when we worked there together, they would have, you know, some corporate lunches down there mm-hmm. and different, different get-togethers. So you're calling the game with John Bishop. Yep. Christian Bishop, no relation. No? Maybe, uh, depending on how you gauge John's reaction, it might be related. He might be adopting Christian. Oh, there's no question about that. John Bishop, big fan of Christian Bishop. Okay. So you guys call the game. And Bishop, I believe it's – didn't Bishop release this? John Bishop tweeted it out. No, 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 no. Who who released it? So, uh, I won't – like, so – Okay. Matt Foster. Okay. KET, one of the KETV sports guys on the KETV sports team is oh. doing a story. You know, I mean, Andy Kendi would be like, let's go to a, a very special story here from Matt Foster on a very unique broadcasting circumstance for Creighton Radio. Matt, is is your Andy Kendi the same as your Bryant Gumbel? Bryant is that? Yeah. <laughs> are they from the same tree? Let's move on to a story that's taking place in a basement, but not at a home, at a radio station. John Bishop and Nick Baugh, usually in March, travel with the team to various instances, to various institutions, and call a game. But because of COVID, they've had to get creative. Our own Matt Foster has a story. Do 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 do. That is the worst lead-in. I am clicking away from hey, that hey! immediately. You act like you've done TV and know how to lead into a story. Okay, so Matt Foster. No. Bishop texts me day before he goes, "Hey, FYI, Matt Foster is going to be there to do a story on us while we're while we're he's going to record us watching the game." I thought, "Oh God!" So he's there the whole time, the he whole was game. Oh. I'm not gonna lie, the amount of time I when when the game is over, I turned to Matt. I, I said, "I go, hey, bud, how much money you need to burn that footage? Because your boy was straight up losing his cranium the whole game." 
I mean, it is imbe- – I went – I it was bad. I mean, I was throwing things. I am melting to the floor, throwing tantrums. I am going crazy. It was not good. I am – the story apparently is going to be tonight on KTV. There's yeah. a reason I didn't retweet that because I was like, we don't need any more eyeballs on this because this is going to be an embarrassment. Okay. So Matt Foster tweets out, and I would imagine, look – you signed off on them being in there. John Bishop did. He John can tweet did. out whatever he wants. I guess. I, a right? part of me is like, I didn't agree to this. I don't like <laughs> But I finally, I after the first media timeout when Creighton was just getting their fannies waxed, I, I just, in, I said to myself, don't hold back. A part of the fun of March is letting your emotions completely go. Just screw it. If it is, if this is the most incriminating footage on you for the rest of your life, then so be it. Just ride the waves of emotions. So I just decided to let it to to uh, to Elsa to Anna Elsa this thing and just let it go. All right. Well, there's no doubt that uh, something like this this video will not lead to your coronation day. Nice. Okay. All right. Because so the video comes out. I'm. It took me a while to finally get to listen to it. I I was watching it, but I was in a place where I couldn't listen to it. And then I listened to it. This was after you guys are off the air, essentially to go into a commercial, yeah, right? Right after the game ended, we were going to commercial. We were coming back with the post game show. Yep. So Matt Foster from KT. This is a great idea. I love this idea. You story. would, you TV jerk. Okay, so the camera is a two shot of you and Bishop. And you go to break, and he tweets out the video of you guys taking off your headsets in exuberation, exhilaration, pure, unadulterated joy, knowing you're going to commercial break, they just won, and, man, we get to kind of just celebrate off air for a moment. And this is what it sounded like. Again, just to remind you, Christian Bishop, huge game, big free throws, in the closing seconds. And you guys did this. Christian Bishop! Ah! Come yeah! on, CB! Yeah! Oh, Christian Bishop! I mean, he made those like he made them all oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you started it out. It was almost like you were the play-by-play guy leading him. He was providing the color this time. You shout, and this is what you do with these calls, like you did the last time with Marcus Segarowski. You just shout his name. Shouting Christian Bishop, and it's like a, it was almost like, they'll never take away our freedom! Christian Bishop! But they'll never take our freedom! I didn't think about it. I was thinking about I was almost like Rocky Balboa at the top of the mountain going, Drago! Christian Bishop! Drago! Ah! Okay. Now, my favorite part is Bishop is clearly trying to keep up. Okay? Yeah. Truly trying I set to keep the up. tone. I think he kind of was like, is Nick oh. going to lose it? Or because we can't have one guy losing it without the other. He was reading. He was going to read and react off me, and when I when I 
William Wallace, they'll never take our freedom. Rocky Balboa, drago Christian Bishop. It was open season for John Bishop. You can hear on the tail end of your Christian Bishop, him trying to get in there at the end to let you know he's with you. Here we go. He's a wingman here. He did. He joined me. He hit my level. Like, we we harmonized. He did. Okay. And then, and then, just to emphasize how excited you were, you gave the initials. Yep. Come on, CB! Yeah! <laughs> okay, Bishop is clearly, John Bishop is clearly your crew. Oh, he's here. in. He's all in on, on me and Christian at this point. Come on, CB! Yeah! <laughs> hey, you want to go, uh... You want to go uh, grab some Mickey D's? Yeah! Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. You seen those new, those new Chipotle quesadillas? You want to go get some? Yeah! <laughs> hey, how about those new Nike shoes? You get one of those? You finally get those online? Welcome to Applebee's. Follow me right here. Okay, is this booth okay for you? Yeah! Okay, sir. Whoa. <laughs> Calm down. Just food. Ooh. How about John threw something? John threw, okay. I think he threw a, he threw a pillow maybe? So I'm not sure what he there threw. Are, there are three stages, three acts to this play. <laughs> you shouting Christian Bishop, John coming in a little late. Yeah. Trying to match you, you doing? Come on, CB. You have not relinquished your throne no, of I'm emotion. Yeah, he gives the. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need then, to, at some point, we need to get Bishop and Matt Davison together to agree on something. <laughs> but that we'll shelve that for later. Okay. <laughs> and then John says, "You know what? I'll take it from here. I can't yell." as loudly as you have been. I'm not going to try and top no. that, but what I am going to do is violently destroy my surrounding area. Yes. Oh, Bishop. I mean, he made those like he made them. Oh, oh. Okay. Gosh. He is abusing equipment. He is slapping the desk. He is destroying He uh, took over vicinity. the throne. Let's be honest. I started on the throne at the beginning of this. By the end of it, John Bishop was had overtaken me. It's like he's beating me. It's like he's beating me up. He's beating me up. The best is as he's hitting, it sounds like you're in pain at the end. You're like, oh. God, no. There is there is nothing better than sports. Oh, like that is well, I you like, can tell after after my come on CB, I kind of I then in my head I was like camera, camera there. Like I I kind of in my head caught, I tried to like bring it down a little bit cuz I was like, "Oh boy, this isn't good. This is going to be you know this is going to be footage used." But I had to yell Christian's name. You had to. You had to. Oh, wow, that was not That's, good. That was just 
so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I said yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Why am I playing what that song is? What is that? Moni Moni? Is that Moni yeah. Moni? I say yeah. 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 You make me feel Moni Moni. Yeah. John Bishop in the front row. With Moni Moni playing at concert. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ooh, boy. So Crikey. Oh, that's just oh. so good. So who's more I mean That's a great question. Who, who's gonna... more embarrassed? Who who's who needs to move to Arendelle because they let it go a little too much? Yes! <laughs> I think John's more. John, yeah. I I, I don't um John, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Matt Davison is there's chicken nuggets for dinner. Yes. John Bishop is, we just want an all-expenses-paid trip to Mexico. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> John, I I, at this point, I'm going to give the nod to, to Bishop. I'm giving the nod to John. He's you a- took it. You tried to take it. You were the lead anchor. I was. You yeah. were the lead leg, yeah. and then he was the anchor and just said, you know what? I'll take it from here. pain at the end of that clip <laughs> he just destroyed you took the paddle out oh. for being a bad boy that sounds terrible all right i'll damn say that Gosh, we, you can't tell if you just, if you just won, he hit the free throws and you won, or he missed them all and they lost. You have no idea. You have no idea. But honestly, that clip is what, and you said it, that oh. clip is what makes sports just the best. There's you, nothing else that can make that clip happen for two grown men, right? Nothing. Christian Bishop made two free throws to beat UC Santa Barbara, and we are we are letting it rip. In a first-round game, you're in a basement. It's not like you've extended your stay in Indiana. No. no. I told John, I, I think I told you this, when we're in that basement, so there's a feel like you're really detached from it. I think when if we were in the arena, being in the arena and being in public makes you keep it together more. Like yes, in yes. some ways being that that scenario is the worst possible scenario for keeping your emotions in check. Like that I am 
when when Creighton is playing Ohio, I am going to be a wreck, like a complete wreck. It's going to be brutal. Well, you're going to, you know, <sighs> say this. This is, uh, you know, when they play Ohio, I mean, Jason Preston. Oh, man, I do. He is nice. He has been hitting shots all dang season. Let's go to John Bishop with the game plan. John, is Creighton going to double ball screens with Jason Preston? Yeah! I can't. It's so awkward to play that because your moaning is terrible. I mean, what am I doing? What am I doing? What's wrong with me? I don't know. It's terrible. But you know what that is? It is... I, I am I am excited, but I'm also just I had gone through the full roller coaster. Like uh, my 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 emotional state was just I was just like I was exhausted, you know. Oh, come on, CB. CB went to the free throw line. Do you see Bishop's tweet that only eleven times all season? Had CB gone to the free throw line, he had gone there 46 times for two shots, and this was the only the 11th time he made both. Wow! I mean, he's a That's 50. Really he's good. a 57 percent free throw shooter. So That's how many times he'd been there all dang season. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. When when he went to the line, I was like, oh. Okay, so full disclosure is we're watching that game, and I called uh, Cohen in. I go, buddy, two minutes left. Here, watch this with your dad, and we're watching it. And I was happening? excited for Creighton. I also have them going to the Sweet 16. So oh, you was, were talking about – I thought you were talking uh, about the Baylor game. So you're talking about the Creighton game? Yeah, the Creighton game. Okay. Oh! All right! So I had a walk in for the last two minutes of the of the Creighton game because I had them in the Sweet 16, and plus the local team and all the good stuff. Want and them to win. me, your friend. Yeah! But when they went down, what were they down? Eight? 58-52. They were okay, down 58-52. Your boy was your boy was ready to just cry for days. It did not. It, it looked like – Cohen said, do you think they're going to win? I said, no, I don't. I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. I don't think they're going to come back. Then Balak had, hits the three. Yep. Damian Jefferson got a driving huge. layup. Yep. Jefferson. And, and then the free throws, you're like, oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I guess we'll see how these go. And he hits them both. Them. Like, Joe Pleasant for Abilene Christian yes. hitting the both. I go, these – first of all, Joe Pleasant in those free throws, it's like, I don't know how you – that's a one-on-one -one situation. Right. right? I, don't know, I don't know how you give him two free throws there. But point being, like, nothing can prepare you for those moments. No, you can nothing sit there – Nothing can yeah. prepare you. You can sit there all you want by yourself in the gym and be like, all right, one to tie, two to win. I mean, it's a little different – when it's at, you're actually in that spot. And no, he like, stepped if, up. Uh, in, yeah, like, if I miss these, we're done. If I make one, we're good. If I make two, oh, boy, let's just do it. Because if not, if I miss these, I'm going to be thinking about this all dang off season. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We have one, uh, one more thing that we got to get to here. Okay. The drop-off tournament does begin officially today. Good. Okay, for those who don't know the drop-off tournament, I don't really want to spend too much time explaining it to you. But we did have our number one seeds. We did have people politicking for seeds yep. during the week. 
some of the best drops from the year. And um, I guess we'll just play it. Uh, here is the drop-off tournament. The whole right side, we have essentially 16 teams, 16 drops, <laughs> eight on one side, eight on the other. Okay, This podcast has been around for less than a year now. We wanted to work in some oldies that have that maybe didn't have a chance because our show got canceled the last time. Yep. So drops from the last three or four or five months of our show, the previous iteration, and then some newbies that have been good over the last six to, to nine to 12 months. So here's the whole right side of the bracket. Uh, enjoy. It's exciting. I'm not happy about that. Crap. You're a clown. What are you, 10? What's going on, Bubba? You obviously don't understand Nebraska football. From Herdat Media, it's the 2021 Chick and Nick Show Drop-Off Tournament. Wonderful. Today, it's the right side of the bracket. Wonderful. Featuring the number one seed in the soybean region, Greg Sharp. I'm fed up. This is Big Red Football. Taking on the number four seed in the region, Nick Baugh referencing something inappropriate and awkward. What man <laughs> wouldn't want to be in Matt Schick's bedroom? Sticking in the soybean region, it's the number two seed, Caller Chris, from before the show was canceled, not knowing the answer to a question and also feeling very bad about it. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana... And I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. Taking on the number three seed, Magic Johnson, referencing an exhausted lower appendage. Dead legs. Then in the McKinney region, it's the number one seed, Ronnie Green. Issuing the hypothetical heard round the world. Might that topic be revisited? I don't know. Taking on the number four seed in the region, Nick Baugh, laughing at something he said. <laughs> and the number two seed in the McKinney region, Greg Sharp strikes again with a Husker advertisement in the middle of a play. Big Mac Shack. Taking on the number three seed, the head coach of said football team, asking Mitch Sherman a very important question. Are you by yourself? And those are your matchups for this week in the Shikinik Drop-Off Tournament. Catch the fever. Oh, I am huge into Catch the Fever, by the way. I mean, that's a good matchup, Shik. There's some juicy matchups there. Really good matchups there. Yeah. Really good matchups. We're going to post those on Twitter. Again, follow us on Twitter, at Chick Nick Show, so you can vote for those. Those are pretty good ones. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> I mean, could that could that be the Loyola Chicago? Very underseeded. I don't know. Are they the three seed? The, I apologize, was a two. I was so, going to say, okay. Yeah, I mean, but listen. sneaky two. But, and it's in the same region as I'm fed up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So if, if, if things go chalk, it would be I'm fed up. This is Big Red Football versus I Apologize. And then the I'm bottom half right of that now. is Ronnie Green versus Big Mac Sack. So I, I'm telling you, I think I if I had to pick, like I told you last week, the Malcolm Gladwell blink, just go with your gut. I think I Apologize has got a shot to win this thing. It's a great drop. It's a, it's a it's long a, time coming. I think it's people that were sad that it, that I Apologize didn't get a chance in the 
to to make a run, but then the show got shut down. I think there's a lot of people out there that want to support. I apologize, but certainly there's some. Uh, I mean, Ronnie Green, Ronnie Green, and both Greg Sharps are just gold, pure gold, my friend. And I do enjoy your Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> that was so good. Um, The, the best part is the start of it. Rudolph! Rudolph! That's you saying Rudolph! What is it sounds like someone messed with the audio. Like someone went into like the booth and was like, let's uh, give a different filter here and a different pitch on this here. Like it doesn't even sound like it doesn't even sound like a human being speaking. Rudolph! <laughs> so good. So good. So those are your drop-off uh matchups. So we will put those on Twitter. Uh, again, this is just a really a social media Twitter yeah. poll. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna put it on Facebook. No, it's Twitter. No, so you got to follow us on Twitter at Chick and Nick Show. So uh, that should do it. And um, again, predictions for uh, Creighton. Is Creighton gonna beat Ohio? Is Creighton going to get this thing done? Because let's be honest, hey. it's been a long time. They have not. They have not made it to the Sweet Sixteen. I don't know if you know this. Sit down and. <laughs> Tell you some very important information. They have not made it to the Sweet 16 since the field expanded. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm aware. And I don't like it. They I haven't. It, I mean, it's been all dang decade. <laughs> Are they going to make it to the Sweet 16? Well, cue up John Bishop and uh, his emphatic answer, and that'll tell you what I think is going to happen when Creighton plays Ohio with a chip to the Sweet 16 on line. Are they gonna, is Creighton going to win, John? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. John Bishop is the best and always provides for this show. Is uh, John Bishop an unsung hero of this podcast? Yeah. Never. Yeah, all right. Follow us on Twitter. Again, uh, email us, laugh at chickennick.com. And uh, we will see you uh, next week for more of the drop-off tournament. In the meantime, just follow us on Twitter and, and vote in those matchups. And uh, will we see you next week? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. Chick and Nick, yeah! Chick and Nick, yeah! Chick and Nick show, yeah! Here we go! Huda Media Production.